In episode 14 of the Remax Camrose podcast, Trevor Burnett is joined by Stephen Cambites of the law firm Farnham West Stowey Cambites to talk about the legal side of real estate. Well, great to have a special guest here in the studio with us for this episode from Farnham West Stowey Cambites, real estate lawyer, Mr. Stephen Cambites. Stephen, great to have you. I'm happy to be here, Trevor. Thanks for having me. Yeah. You know what? It, it's always great to have um, another perspective on real estate and how transactions occur. Um, whether you're buying or selling a house or a home, you need to get a lawyer involved. And why is that, Stephen? Well, the uh, I guess the primary reason is because ownership of land is tracked by the land title system. And so you have to have uh, a way to operate that um, in order to make the transaction happen. And because you're operating a title system, then there also comes up a question of, well, when do we trade titles for money and how do we do that safely? That's, that's, uh, that's the sort of fundamental reason that a lawyer would be involved. Okay, so I guess through the process of buying a home, mm-hmm. um, typically a buyer will, will write conditions into their offer um, subject to, say, financing and home inspection. Mm-hmm. At what point should they notify you that they're buying a home? Before they remove their conditions? After they remove their conditions? Well, we, um, we're we always happy to see people if they would like. So the, the general process you're describing is coming up with a binding contract, right? And so we're happy to see people at whatever stage that they would like to come and talk with us. Um, sometimes you want to talk with your lawyer before you release those conditions, before you are in that binding contract, because once the contract is binding, there's not a lot that we can do to change it. Lots of times people have talented real estate agents working for them, and so they are comfortable to get into that contract prior to coming to see me, and then at that stage, it's the lawyer's job to actually perform that contract. Mm-hmm. So um, so we're happy to see people to answer questions ahead of time, or we're happy to just get their contract when it's ready to be performed. And you know, a lot of times um, us real estate agents will refer our clients to their lawyer to, to seek mm-hmm. a, you know, maybe some legal advice on um, whether a real property report is current, uh, a certain term in a contract that uh, maybe we're not comfortable advising on. Um, so I guess in that respect, yes, we do advise, um, whether it's sellers or buyers to talk to their lawyer, if they're unsure about a certain legality of the transaction. Yeah. And we're happy to see them at that stage for sure. Great. Yeah. Okay. So let's say we get a binding contract. Buyer removes their conditions. Mm -hmm. Um, it's a firm deal Mm -hmm. and closing date is in a week. Is it possible in five business days? Um, to turn around a transaction from condition removal mm-hmm. to possession. Well, the the real trick for the buyer is that there's actually two contracts almost always because there's a contract to buy land and then there's a contract to borrow money from a bank. And that contract to borrow money requires that they can buy the land. And so is it possible to close in five days? What I usually tell people is if everything goes perfectly, we can do it, right? But it's so often the case, it doesn't take much for something to get delayed by a day or two, right? To find out that part of the contract is not quite what we wanted to say, or part of the bank contract is not quite what we wanted, right? And so we we prefer to have 
at least 10 business days. 10 business days. Right. Um, when we get both of those contracts and, and more is always better, but you know, people want to move in. That's the exciting part, right? right? So, so we're not too hard on people and we always try, right? I mean, we always try to get the deal closed, but we're really just telling people about the practical realities of it. So. Okay. Any possible hangups with land titles if you're, if you're trying to push a deal through or, or get, get title registered or changed uh, from the seller to the buyer? So the, I mean, that, that's going to depend on the condition of the title. So one of the first things that we do when we're, we get a contract is we check the condition of the title. If everything appears as the way that we think it's going to, then um, we have, we are very adept at navigating the land title system. If we find something surprising on there, or if we find out that the, the contractors are the, beg your pardon, the ones in the contract are not actually the owners, then we, we can run into all these kind of extra challenges that just take a little more work. And so they take more time, right? And that mm -hmm. can delay things. Um, and I guess the other really important exception is everything I've mentioned so far is about residential purchases. If we get into anything that's commercial or bare land or um, bare land in some respects, farmland, um, then we, we actually need more time because we actually have to accomplish the registrations prior to closing the transaction. So in those deals, we need more like 21 days okay. to close. Okay. Interesting. And good to know. Yeah, well. expectations with buyers and sellers that it, it, you, you just can't go and write a check and then get get uh, you know title to the property the next day. There's yeah. things to do, yeah. yeah. And we and really the trick is that we want to make sure that 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 change in ownership and that check being cut happens simultaneously or as good as simultaneously. Okay, right. Uh, you talked about. Um, I guess certain hurdles you may have to overcome in order to realize a, a successful transaction. So when we pull title, sometimes on registered on title, we'll see things as uh, the seller's mortgage, mm -hmm. caveats, liens, writs, mm -hmm. um, easements. Um, I, I suppose it's your job to make sure that those those issues with the title mm -hmm. are uh, addressed before the buyer. Um, gets the property, correct? Yeah. So if I'm acting for the buyer, then one of the things that I need to do is negotiate with the seller's lawyer to make sure that when my money goes to them, that they are going to be able to clear off that title, right? Clear title. Yeah. And so they, they have to indicate that. Um, and if there's something on there that, that, they might think doesn't have to come off the title, but I think it does have to come off the title, then we at minimum need to fully understand that registration. And then secondly, have to decide what position we're going to take on whether it has to come off or not. In most instances, in most purchases, uh, the buyer's getting a mortgage, a mortgage hmm. from the bank or lender right. of their choice. Mm -hmm. How does a mortgage get registered on their title? How do you correspond with the lender or the bank yourself to make sure they can acquire that property? Yeah, and so what actually happens is um, you, you negotiate your mortgage contract with a mortgage specialist. This will be a broker, it'll be somebody who works at a bank, and then they will, they will tell their, their funding body that we have a deal. And then that funding body, 
be it the bank or whoever it happens to be, will send me what's called solicitor's instructions. And so those solicitor's instructions tell me what the bank needs before they will give us money. And so my job is to make sure that I can accomplish all of those bank tasks, right? And also I can accomplish a clear title for the buyer. And when I can do that, then that's when I request the money from the bank. And then we typically collect what is called the, what people usually refer to as their down payment. We lump all of that money together and then we can purchase the property. And then later on, we report to both the buyer and the bank um, with the titles in the condition that they're in. Great stuff, Stephen. Okay, let's let's fast forward to closing day. Sure. Tuesday morning, um, mm-hmm. we're waiting for a phone call from the lawyer's office to let us know that we can release keys sure. to the other party. Mm-hmm. What is what is the process on closing day by which we're waiting for that phone call? So we, it all really comes down to that day. And it, that's just because it's good for everyone. Because when you draw down a mortgage on the buyer's side, you start paying interest on that the day you draw it down. So we don't want to draw that money down early. We want to draw it down on the day we need it. So at the buyer's lawyer's office, we have collected the money. We've made sure that all the bank requirements are satisfied. And now we're waiting for the money to come from the lender. Once it all comes in, then we actually check the condition of the title that day to make sure that it is still in the same spot that it was before, to make sure that all of those um, things that need to come off the title are the same, that they've all been discussed. Once we're satisfied of that, we send the money off to the vendor's lawyer. The vendor's lawyer then receives that money. They confirm that they are able to keep all of their promises, and then they contact their client's real estate agent and say, we are now safe to release the keys. We've been paid, we have all of the money, we can perform your contract, go ahead and release possession. Then usually, my understanding is, but I don't know, I don't actually do the key release, um, but my understanding is then the, uh, the seller's real estate agent who just got that call, then contacts the purchaser's real estate agent. Correct. And then they meet at the house and then they have a little celebration, which I don't usually get to be a part of, but uh, I, I'm sure it's nice. Well, I'll invite you for the next <laughs> closing day where we can all celebrate. Oh, that sounds nice. A, Great. a new homeowner's yeah. <laughs> uh, entrance into their, their brand new home. Yeah, it's probably very exciting, I'm sure. What about uh, condos? I, I know that lawyers do play a role in, in reviewing condo documents. It, it's a, the complexity of that sort of transaction. Um, is something that few people understand. Can you can you talk sure. about what your role is in a condo purchase? So the the thing that makes condos special is that they you have you have individual ownership when you buy into a condo, but you're also buying into the common property, and even your individual ownership has you you there are things that you share with the other owners there. So because there are things that you share and that there's common property between people, those people need a way to make decisions and to get along and to pay for the things that need to be taken care of. And so they end up with what's called a condominium corporation. The condominium corporation is almost like a little government, right? Where you vote in um, different representatives and those people make decisions for the condominium. 
And just like a government, they have to keep a record and they have to have a budget and they have to have plans to take care of the condominium sort of on a grand scale. Now, when you step into that as a new owner, you actually step into it in the condition it's in. So what I mean is if, you're, if you buy into a condo that's poorly managed, you're now in a condo that's poorly managed, right? And the fact that you, you, it is up to you as a buyer to check into the quality of the management before you purchase. Right. So you, so you enter into that agreement or you make that agreement binding with your eyes wide open. Correct. Right. And so that's where we end up with condo document review. Mm -hmm. So condo document review is a buyer's opportunity to do an inspection of how the condominium has been run and to see whether or not they are actually having their board meetings and what they're talking about at their board meetings. And um, do they have insurance? And have they been saving money for big repairs? And what do their bylaws say? Are there rules in the condominium? And are they always fighting all the time or are they getting along, right? Right, right. So these are the kinds of things that a buyer would, um, would check into. And it's really just another kind of inspection for that sort of little government that they have. Mm -hmm. uh, last question for me today. Um, what's the strangest thing you've seen in a real estate transaction as a lawyer? Well, Trevor, one of the things about lawyers and whenever you hire them and for whatever purpose and, and regardless of um, whether you think it would be okay or not is everything that you talk about with your lawyer is 100% confidential. So I can't ah. tell tales about people's transactions. Um, I do have probably some good stories, but they just have to stay with me. But I can tell you that I've looked at uh, some, well, you were asking me about condo documents. Um, I've found condos that have bylaws respecting uh, the one garage sale that's allowed per year. And it'll say something like, on the third day of May, you may have a garage sale, but there shall be no other garage sales except for on the third day of May every year and things like that. So there's always little quirks that you find um, from property to property. And one garage sale day, yeah. garage sale day for the entire condo association. Yep, and no other days. And so that mm. would be garage sale day in that place. So yeah. it is written, so it is decreed. That's right. Yeah. Little S rules. Stephen Cambites, Farnham West Tully Cambites. I want to thank you once again for joining us here in the sure, Remax Trevor. studio for the Remax Cameras podcast. Uh, for anyone listening, if you have any more uh, questions with anything related to real estate or why how a lawyer helps, by all means, contact us here at the Remax office at 672-7474. That's 672-7474. Stephen, it's been a delight. Thank hey, you again. Thanks for having me, Trevor. Just know you're not I'm gonna make this place yours